My name is Grant Wright, the Outreach and Missions Minister here, and today is a day of celebration. Today we get to celebrate what the Lord has done in and through the First Colony Church of Christ and our international mission work. So let's have fun today. Feel free to clap, applause. We are going to have a good time today enjoying what the Lord has done. So as you all know, we've got five international mission points. We've got the flags up here behind us. Honduras, Uganda, Haiti, Colombia, and Nepal. And these are all places the Lord has called us to, that he's given us a heart for. That specifically today, on this Mission Sunday, we're going to be focusing on Haiti. Because we have a very special guest with us today. My good friend, brother in Christ, Relit Relaju, has traveled down from Haiti to be with us. So super excited about that. He's going to join me in a minute, and we are going to talk all things Haiti. So with these five mission points, though, we have very specific, either a people group or a city or a location that we target our efforts. And so within Haiti, we target a city in and around the town of Tomazo. Now, this is a town that's about 52,000 people in a poor part of Haiti, in which Haiti is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. So to paint a little picture for you, if you're standing in Tomazo, as you look back at the mountains, you're going to see a mountain range that's covered with dirt, rocks, and dust. This is the farmland that these folks have to try to grow their crops, to feed their families. It is a very tough and difficult place because there's a lack of water, there's a lack of good topsoil, and you're farming in rock. It is hard work, and the yields are small. To give you a little more picture of it, as far as Tomazo goes, your unemployment rate sits around 40%, and you've got about an average income of $1 per day. But church, this is the place that God has given us a heart for. This is the place where God said, all right, First Colony Church of Christ, I want you to go take care of the physical and the spiritual needs of these folks that are in and around Tomazo. And I'm so excited to tell you about our partnership with Relief because he is a huge role in that. We've been supporting Relief fully for uh, since 2018. Uh, we've got nine missionaries around the globe that we, we support and fund, and Relit is one of those guys that heads everything up that we do in Haiti. And the Lord has commissioned him to go to this place, to share the gospel, to make disciples, to rise up leaders, to train ch church leaders, and to plant churches in this place, as well as taking care of the orphans and the widows that are in this location. All right, with that, Relit, why don't you come up and join me here on stage. Let's give Relit a warm First Colony welcome this morning. Thank you so much, ma'am. So, so Relit uh, is a man that loves studying the Word of God and loves Jesus. Uh, he was, had the opportunity to go to a good theology school there in Haiti and was mentored by a very well-known Christian minister, John Sherrard, there in Haiti. Uh, he is one of five children in his family, number four in the lineup, and grew up in the capital city of Port-au-Prince. His mama was a Christian, God-fearing woman who raised her five children without the father around. Needless to say, she was a very strong and courageous woman. 
one of her strong beliefs was making sure that these kids had a Christian education. So she was always very intentional in telling Bible stories, teaching them about God, teaching them about Jesus growing up in their home. And, you know, a part of that is she wanted to see them have great opportunities. And she felt like a Christian education could open up doors of opportunity, which it has for Raleed. Raleed's one of those guys that just, he takes advantage of every opportunity, every open door the Lord has given him, and just such a hardworking young man that loves the Lord passionately. So really, let's talk a little bit just about the situation in Haiti. I mean, this year specifically, things have gotten even harder. Uh, ever since the assassination of the president, uh, a lot of gangs have started taking over uh, the ports, things coming in, uh, the truck distribution, things going around. Um, it's hard for people to even just travel the roads because they're getting robbed. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. controlling the gas distribution, and so people are struggling. Yeah. Uh, maybe just tell us a little bit of update on that situation, but also just how the people are doing there in Haiti. Uh, thank you, Grant, for having me. And uh, it's such a good pleasure to be here with you all and be part of this big family, which is God family. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, Haiti is facing a lot of crises right now. As you just mentioned, we got prison assassinated and uh, one of the biggest problem now is the fuel shortage. Uh, we run out of gas. I mean. People are not able to, I mean, go to hospitals since because of that, hospitals are closing. And they used to work like on a daily basis, and now they just work like three days, two days a week, and which is not something, which is something which is not good. I mean, many people are sick and need some care, and now it is very bad. And kidnappings and gang activities are taking over, and we stay strong in our faith, knowing God is in control. Amen to that. God is definitely in control. Yeah. It's been incredibly hard for people to even just get the gas to go yeah. to the hospitals. Yeah. And then when they get there, sometimes they're closed because the gas, they yeah. don't have the energy to no. run the, the facilities. No. Uh, well, church, I mean, really knows that we pray for him on a daily basis. But if you guys aren't on the church email that is for prayers, make sure that you're on there because we pray for Belit. Updates are on there for him and all of our locations. It's a great way to stay connected to our prayer resources. Um, so Belit works for an organization called Hope for Haiti's Children. It's a group that we've partnered with for over a decade in our mission works, and they have many different initiatives around Haiti, but they all fall under one common goal, and that is to grow God's kingdom through living lives of great Christian compassion. And guys, that's where Relit comes in. You know, he's the heartbeat that puts that central purpose into everything that Hope for Haiti's children does. So his formal title is the spiritual director at the Tomazo campus, and he wears many hats that impact many different lives there in Tomazo. So he's the spiritual caretaker for the church of 300 members for the Christian school of 600 students, as well as the 12 orphans and the five widows that live there on the Tomazo campus. One of the biggest, most impactful events that our church partners with Hope for Haiti's children on every year is the youth leadership camp. They now call it Camp Hope, and this has been a great camp that we've done for over a decade with them. You know, a couple hundred teens come in, they gather around the scriptures, they play games, they have tons of fun, 
But this is a week that makes a tremendous spiritual impact on the teens. And so for the past two years, due to COVID, of course, we have not been able to travel down to help lead the camp. Well, in our absence, there has been a huge blessing awaiting these Haitian teens. And what was that? Well, that was Relit and his good buddy, Johnny Lane. And I tell you what, I think the Lord just had a fantastic plan in store. As this camp has now been 100% Haitian-led these two, last two years, and the impact and the fruit has been greater than we have ever seen. So, Relit, tell us just a little bit about what the Lord has been doing these last couple of years in the youth camp. Uh, youth, uh, youth Leadership Camp is a life-changing event. Uh, I've been witnesses how God's words transform lives. Over the past two years, we, we had like 203 children that gave their life to Christ. And that, that is something amazing to see that those yeah. children. 203 baptisms. Man, praise and, the Lord. And camp is not just a place that they just go, come to learn about God, but it's a place where they can meet. I mean, we got different schools, like children from Cité Soleil, which is a hard place. They get together with children from Delma, from Kazo, from Boajiwa, from many places. They just get together as one and get connected. And it's just a great joy for them to get together every year and have a good time. And one of the things is when we have camp, it's three meals a day, mm-hmm. and which is something that many parents cannot afford. Mm-hmm. And camp is amazing. I thank each one of you that make it possible. Absolutely. And one of the great things that happens for all those kids that are baptized, a new initiative that Relit and Johnny Lane have started doing is going to their home cities, following up with the local pastor there, making sure that those teens are connected into that local church. So these aren't just camp baptisms, but these are starts to new spiritual walks in Christ, which is just fantastic. Relit, let's talk a little bit about joy boxes, because this is one of uh, just a great opportunity that our church has to partner with Hope for Haiti's children every year. Um, so what a joy box is, is a Christmas gift for the, the kids in Tomazo. Uh, so where they see these gifts in December, we see empty boxes out in our lobby that Doug and Vicki Freedy are passing out every o- o- August. So you guys go, you pick up these boxes, you buy gifts, you wrap them up, and then we send those down to Haiti. Well, guess where they go? They go to Relit and his team to go pass those out to the children there in Tomazo. Um, Relit, tell us a little bit of what that's like to go pass these Christmas gifts out and what it means to the kids down there in Tomazo. Um, first off, I know from experience what it's mean. I mean, what it feels like not to have a present. I mean, a Christmas present. Um, Joybox is one of the biggest moments of the year. I mean, one of the things I love about Joybox is when the child got the box and they just take a, take a glance at it, just take a look and see and just smile. And I wish that each one of you could see that big smile on those children's faces and the joy they have. You know, many of them, that's, I mean, all of them, that's the only gift they're going to have mm-hmm. for the whole year. And December, I think they, from the beginning of the year, they're just waiting for that moment. I mean, to be happy and to get something. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, possibly the only gift they get all year. For the whole and year. 
Thank you, church, for participating in that every year. And those gifts go specifically to the uh, school that we support down there and the students there at that school. And so, you know, we've been supporting that school for about four years now. And one of our big initiatives is the lunch program, or we call it sometimes the nutrition program. And our goal has been to make sure that every student gets a warm meal every day when they show up. Uh, as we know, you know, the situations for those families money and resources, food are scarce. And so really tell us a little bit just about, you know, what does that lunch program mean for those 600 students and their families? Um, lunch program, that's a really, have a really, really big, big impact on the children in our schools and in the families. Um, many families cannot feed their children on a daily basis. And in our program, lunch program, every child, when they come to school, they have this opportunity to have a meal a day. And that's improved, I mean, the way that they learn. Now we got better results in school. They got better results in school. It's helped them to stay focused in class, and it's helped them to learn better. And I remember that one lady came to us. School were already in session, and she came, and she was begging us to let us children come to our school. Mm -hmm. And why? It's because she knows that we had a lunch program that when the child come, it will not only learn, but it will be able to get something during the day. And it was heartbreaking. So we, we, we took her child to our school, and now they can have a meal when they come to learn yeah, school. Yeah, that's fantastic. It, it makes a huge difference to that school. In fact, the school has grown by 200 students over these last several years, and the number one reason for that growth is those parents knowing that their kids are going to get a meal every day. So it, that's tremendous support. Um, all right, so you, on, on the Sundays, that same building, same facility yeah. is also used for the church. And so Relief's been leading the church there for four years now. I mean, he does everything from overseeing children's to youth to adults to church planning to the outreach there in the local communities. Uh, and that church has grown by 100 members during these last four years, which has been incredible. Raleigh, maybe you can tell us one story of a youth that started out in the church, but now has grown into a leadership position and making a difference there at the church. I know many might know him. If you've been to Haiti, you might met Julio. Julio is one of our youth, uh, is part of our youth group. I mean, with his servant heart, he's always want to work. I mean, he's always, always willing to do God's work. Mm. Um, he's such a nice man, and he always wants to help. We have a soccer program. So Julio is one of the team that, I mean, invite other teams to come to our soccer program. And what it means is when they come, it's keep them out of trouble. Mm. I mean, when they come to our soccer program, it's a way that, it's a safe place where they can have fun and study about God. And the good thing is the next day, which is Monday, and on Sunday, they come mm -hmm. and be part of our church service. I think that's something huge and amazing. And we also have a, a, a widow's house where mm. those teens, they help us to bring water to our widows and bring food, clothes, everything they can. It's such an amazing Thing that they can get together. We have a Haitian proverb that says, Un pilme chai palu, which means many hands make burdens light. So, many hands make the burden light. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so we just get together as one to 
have a bigger impact. Amen, amen. I mean, the, the youth group does so many initiatives there to help out the local community, and like you said, the widows there, uh, which is awesome. But that, that soccer ministry yeah. is, is a huge, great outreach where we've got, you know, through, this, through the week, we've got people in schools yeah. learning, learning great opportunities, Saturday with the program, church on Sundays. And so, again, with the, the v- gang violence growing as it is, these are great things that are going on all week long to keep these kids focused and out of trouble. Relit, I also, I know the Lord gave you a vision to go over the mountain. So we talked about that vision of the mountain that uh, you see from Tomazo. Well, not many people have gone up into those mountains, but Relit took the youth group and hiked up in there. Uh, and this is not a place where even vehicles can go. You can only get there on foot. And so they hiked four hours because they had a passion to go share Jesus with the people up there. And so there's a small village called Tudu, and they hiked up there to go meet these folks. Tell us a little bit about that experience last year and how things have progressed this year. Uh, Tudu is a very remote location. Uh, They don't even have a telephone signal. Mm. It's very remote. It's been a great experience that we went there I mean, it was a painful experience, but it was great since the joy we had from it was something, I mean, something great. It's four-hour walk just to get there. And when we went there in the afternoon, we went to see the people. We, we have a door-to-door invitation. We invite the people to come to our gathering. First, we, we had a, a Jesus movie with the children. We got a little projector, so we had a some of the child, that's the first time they ever see a, a movie. Yeah. First and movie they've ever first seen. Movie that's they ever that's seen. pretty new up there and in the mountains. Then we had um, bread, juice. So it was a fun time. Mm-hmm. And the next day, we invite everyone to come to get together. We start a service, and it was on Sunday. And it was just amazing that people in the community just get together as one and worship. And one of the things is there is a man that was there. He has a big, big garden. And he said, I want to give you a spot for my garden hmm. to, to worship. And one of our church members that came with us, he formed there. So this man, ever since, like, go back and forth. Every Friday afternoon, he left Tomazo area to go to Tudo to worship with the, I mean, with the church that we started there. It's just an amazing joy to see that God is working to those people over there. And... That's that just amazing. That is. So you had a man that donated his garden land so that they can have a church up there. And then you've got Wilbur who hikes every week up yeah. into the mountains yeah. so that he can go disciple these folks, teach them, raise up leaders. And uh, a really special thing happened where a uh, hundred of those folks hiked down out of the mountains to come spend some time, a weekend with Relit. Uh, about a hundred of them came down, which was just awesome. And they taught them about servant leadership was, yeah. the, was the focus of the time. But, yeah. man, just a, a great work that uh, is being started with that church plan in the mountains. Yeah. So, Relit, I, I know from our side how much we value and love our partnership. Uh, but maybe from your side, what does First Colony's partnership mean to the people in Haiti, the organization Hope for Haiti's Children, just you and your ministry? Uh, I wish that I could put into words how thankful I am for First Colony Church of Christ. Um, our partnership with First Colony help us to go beyond, I mean, Tomazo. Hmm. Uh, I remember that we had a team that came from First Colony. Uh, 
we had uh, Saints Basil. She came in and other ladies. It was a group of ladies, and we went to, to the area because we got some widows that were living in dirt hmm. on the ground. No way to, I mean, it, when it's raining, it's kind of really bad. Hmm. And we went there with the ladies, and I think Missy was there, and other, there were a bunch of ladies. And we just get there, and they visit, and later on, the widows have a house built. Hmm. It's, it's, just, it's so amazing to see that now they have a, a big house where they can stay. And that, the house keeps them safe now. And I remember that we got a, a, a group of men that came. They were helping with construction. We, I think we, it was Tom, Tim, and uh -huh. many others. I might not remember the names, but they were all gathered and do some tough work. Yeah. I mean, helping to build schools, class, classroom. And that's such an amazing work that when we get together, that we can do. I'm yes. so thankful for each one of you that I know some of you might not go there, but your heart being to Haiti, and we love you. Thank Amen. you so much. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, feel free. I mean, it's <clears throat> and I love the description there because this partnership is so unique. This is not a place that we just send dollars to. This is a place that we've got members that know them, that pray for them daily, that have skin in the game, and that go to Haiti and spend time, that live in this place. I mean, it is a really unique thing as we invest in the lives of uh, our brothers and sisters in Haiti. Uh, in fact, if you've been on a short-term mission trip to Haiti, would you stand? We'd love to just recognize you and thank you. Don't be shy. Go ahead and stand up. I know there's a bunch of you in here. Thank you, guys. Thank you all so much. Um, all right, well, really, last question for the morning. Um, if there was one big initiative, one big opportunity that was in front of us for First Colony to partner with you, and what would that be? If, if there was something that would help uh, the spread of the gospel, create opportunities to, to share Jesus, or just to help the physical needs of the people, what would that opportunity be? Um, the biggest opportunity for us would be to start a, a medical clinic since we got so many church members that are in needs of med med medical care. And sometimes they just come up to you and say they got pains, blood pressure, but you just pray, but there's nothing more you can do. If we can have a medical clinic that would help with that, I mean, when they, because sometimes people just pass away because they don't have a pill, I mean, for blood pressure. Mm -hmm. It just get too high and they get paralyzed. and that take them to death, you know, and yeah. it and, will be amazing. recently, because of how dangerous it is, the local doctor that lived in Tomazo has now left, so the and one doctor that was there is no longer there, so this would be a huge help yes. to the city. Okay. And the wood is not safe for them to go out of Tomazo, like to go to Port-au-Prince. It's not, Port-au-Prince is not safe, and the wood to get there is not safe. It would be amazing to, it will be a, a safe option a good option for them to stay there since we don't have any, I mean, anyone that can, I mean, there's no way because the doctors that were there, they left, yeah. they don't have nothing. So it would be a, such a great, great opportunity for us to have a medical clinic that would take care of those people. Absolutely. So I've talked a little bit to Relief uh, and the staff about this, and the idea is to have a Saturday medical clinic 
there on campus that would serve the orphans, the school there, the church, as well as the community as a whole. And the opportunity is a tremendous impact. You know, what they need for the medical supplies is only about $5,000 for the year to be able to provide the medical supplies that they need. And again, it's, it's very basic. Uh, sometimes it's just a, a cut and an incision that becomes infected. And right now, there's no way to treat that or high blood pressure, like you're saying. And to, to bring in a doctor and a nurse to be there every Saturday is only 7,500 to, to provide the uh, staffing that they need. And this is a huge opportunity that we have in front of us. So church, what do you say? How does it sound to go start a medical clinic in Tomazo alongside Relit in the church there? I think so, church. I, I think it looks like we're starting a medical clinic, Relit. So let's get ready. And uh, really, uh, I hope you feel just the love and the support from this family. Um, I mean, we, we are just honored to be in, in relationship with what we're doing in the gospel there. And I know you have a heart for the people there, and you do so much. And I mean, we've just seen tremendous growth in the gospel as the church has grown from 200 to 300 over the last several years, as we've seen over... 200 baptisms in this place, and now a new church planted up into the mountains because of your passion and your zeal. And we are just so thankful to see what the Lord is doing in and through you and our partnership. And we've got a, a small gift and just something that we want to say thank you. Doug, if you'd bring that up for us. Uh, this is just a little something to sit on your desk there in Tomazo. Uh, a little nameplate for relief. Yeah, feel free. We can... But we also, we heard that uh, you didn't have an office space there in Tomazo, that right now it's kind of a bedroom kitchen area, and this is a man that's writing curriculum for all the 10 schools, that's preaching, that's teaching, that oversees the benevolence, the funds, and you need some space to organize that, lock it up, keep it safe. So our church is going to come behind you this year, and we're going to build you an office space there on campus. So 2022, you're going to have your own office space, man. <laughs> um, so this this plaque will sit on your new desk in your new office <laughs> uh, I want to thank you Grant so much for all your help and you're always there I mean to keep in touch with me and what 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 is need to be done and that's that's something that it's a, a great friendship it's mean a lot to me thank you so much hey let's show our appreciation one more time for the lead <laughs> 